Welcome to my Facebook Live call, and it comes with a question, what numbers do I have to do to create success? And I'm going to talk about that, and for those of you that do not know me, I've been involved in network marketing for 40 years, and I love sharing what I've learned in my journey on these live calls. I started in this business totally broke, sold a junk truck to get started, put $200 into my business, and in the last almost 28 years, I've been full-time. So, and again, tonight is, like I said, it's a Q&A night, and I'm going to begin with, I think uh, tonight we're going to just begin, I'm going to, I chose the theme, and I always choose the title of you know, of, the, of a video on Friday based on someone's question. So, and this is uh, Keith. <laughs> Boy, that's an interesting name. Schickenberger, something like that. Something like that. If I killed it, Keith, forgive me. Jerry West, and nice to see you. Robin, how are you doing? Good evening in the state of Maine, one of my favorite states. Uh, yeah, so, uh, I'm going to talk about Keith's, uh, question and I'm going to read it, um, and then do my best to give the, I think, you know, the, what I believe is the answer, but Keith asked the question here, <clears throat> what are the skills and what kind of numbers do you need to start with? from zero in 12 months that create $100,000. Oh, these numbers are always interesting. From zero in 12 months and from now, and, and from now create $100,000 a month cash flow in network marketing. I know people who've done it I know it depends on the company and timing, but if you were to take someone brand new today and 12 months from now, tell them what they could make a month in like five steps, what would you tell them uh, to do? Like talk to 30 people a day, uh, 10 people a day. Uh. Okay, so this, this, you know, here's the thing, Keith. Um, in most people that start in network marketing, from zero, like you said, and in 12 months to earn, uh, to create $100,000 a month cash flow, you're talking about a seven figure income here. So I, I, I think these numbers are, are way, way high and very unrealistic, I'm being honest, having been in this business for 40 years, okay? And yes, it does happen to a few people and sometimes timing if, if, if there's a company that's launching and they have some incredible product that's not a fad product, that's not a, it's not a lie, it really is authentic and real for what it's supposed to do. Um, yes, if a person starts in a company early like that and they happen to be one of the early birds, they have some leverage here, uh, leverage there. But that, you know, you might as well as go to Las Vegas and and give it a try there and just see if you can walk away with some with a lot of cash because this is not realistic in most with most people that join network marketing companies. Um, and most people, their goal is not a hundred thousand a month. Um, but let's just talk about this. How about what why don't we talk about things people can do? I think that's the most important thing. Because if we've got it down to that the only way that you can make serious money network marketing is timing and positioning, if that's what it's all about, then it's just a game of chance. Because I can tell you that I've been in 10 companies before the last one I joined, but the 10 prior to that, I, I was a top leader in some of those companies that no longer exist. That no longer exist. I mean, I'm not making anything. So I got on the ground floor opportunity that never could get off the ground. It crashed and burned, okay, right? So I think it's better to teach the skills of what you have to do 
to create a six, seven figure income. And if it's going to take time, so be it. But that's okay. It's not like a person has to earn six figures or seven figures their first year. And, and most likely they're not going to do that with most people. But the thing about it is, it's a sure bet that if you, if you master the skills and, and follow these steps that you're going to be successful versus let's just try to find a company out there that's just ground floor, just getting started, and that's gonna guarantee my success. I'd say most of those companies will fail and, uh, and then you'll crash and burn with them. So um, <clears throat> let's talk about the skills and, and I'll tell you right now, some of those skills, and if you got it down to uh, you know, just a few steps, it's going to be that you're going to have to go hunting. You're gonna to have to go hunting. And that means you're gonna to have to prospect. Now, here's the other thing that I wanna say, that people that have warm markets move much faster than people who are trying to, through social media, or through the internet, or whatever forms, even if you're doing postcards, I don't care what you're doing, uh, whatever advertising you're doing or reaching out that you're doing, it takes time to develop those relationships. With warm market, it doesn't take time. You already have the relationship. And again, for those of you that have been on some of my earlier trainings, you might remember I talk about that, that you will be either rewarded or punished for the life that you live prior to network marketing, prior to the company that you join. You'll either be rewarded or punished prior to the life, you know, the, the life that you live prior to your joining your company. What do I mean by that? I mean that there are some people that are very people oriented. They've paid into relationships. They've got uh, friends out there. They've done a lot uh, for their communities. Uh, they've served uh, others. They've been in organizations. There's a lot that they've done. They're very well connected. A person like that joins a company and they don't do anything through social media. I can think of, including myself, uh, several seven-figure earners out there that their success had nothing to do with social media. So, so the thing about it is, um, that being the case, uh, you know, with these people, you, when they come into a company, they move through the ranks. I mean, they're just burning through the ranks. And then you, you could be, you could be looking at that, saying, "Good grief, man! I've been in my company now for two years. I'm, I'm trying to get to the second position. They just are in a few months, and they're already at the fourth position. Heck, I." I think I'm smarter than that person. I'm sharper than that person. Why the heck are they doing so good? It's because they paid into a lot of relationships prior to joining their company. So they're being rewarded. <laughs> that, that, that doesn't make what you do or, you know, bad. It doesn't. It doesn't. It just simply meant that they paid in. And so it's like bank deposits. If you put a lot into the bank, you can withdraw. And that's what they're doing. They're, they're withdrawing from those relationships. Hey, take a look at what I'm doing, man. Be a part of this. It's awesome. And then they join. And then you're looking at them going across the stage saying, I hate that person. <laughs> now, just understand it is what it is. They paid in. So again, you move faster with warm market. That's just a, that's just a fact. That's just a fact. So, but let's look at it. Let's just say then, uh, let's move to, uh, well, I need to really, I've burned, uh, you know, I've got, <laughs> I belong to the NFL club, no friends left, okay? So there are some people out there like that. And then when they, I had somebody send me a message about that and his wife said to him, honey, when people in town see you come and they all run, you know? <laughs> So he's got a reputation. So he told me, he said, the only way I can do it is through social media. So let's go there really quick and let's talk about the skill set. And again, talking about skills. And here's the thing, it's going to have to be intentional prospecting if you want, if you're going to reach out through social media. And let me say this, like I said, I, I, I was saying earlier that a lot of my success did not have to do with social media. But having said that, uh, when I started 21 years ago in my last company, I did a lot of advertising. 
I did that. I would co-op advertising, get the group together, um, and we would pitch in and sometimes spend four grand on a full page ad in a magazine that we know networkers uh, would uh, read. So that was common back then. <clears throat> you do whatever's common. You do with whatever, <laughs> whatever people are doing now, the way it's supposed to be done now is what you do. And that's what I did back then. Principles never change, just the methods, that's all. So having said that, I understood that network marketing is a numbers game. It's really true, it is a numbers game. There's truth in that. So when you talk about skills, here's that's one of the first one is you're gonna have to do the numbers. You cannot circumvent the system. People think it's all about, oh, timing, positioning, then I don't have to work so hard. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's a pipe dream. I'd rather go, give me a skill set that I can do, and then I know I can be successful. It's gonna take a little longer. <clears throat> That's okay, I don't care. I just want a, a clear path. So let's just look at just a few numbers right here. <clears throat> and that is, let's just say that you reached out to 10 people a day. I didn't say present, I didn't say sponsor. I just said reach out to 10 people a day through Facebook, through uh, Instagram through uh, Google Forms whatever you, whatever your cup of tea is um, whatever you prefer you know that's what you need to do is reach out to 10 people a day so let's just say that if you did that and and let's just say that you did that 10 people a day for 10 months so that's in a year in in 10 months rather 10 months 10 people a day we're talking about 30 let's say 3600 uh, people well, we might just might as well just say uh, 3,600 people in a year. Why don't we just say that instead of it? But here's the thing. The goal is every month to reach out to 10 a day. And if let's just say you did it 30, day, uh, 30 days out of the month, then you have at least 30 people there that you've reached out to. And let's say out of that, out of that, let's say 50% agreed to get on a phone call with you. They agree to it, half of that, half of that. And if out of that, if you do a lowball conservative estimate, and these are just things I jotted down, five, five people joined you, that means after 10 months, just after 10 months, you would have 60 or in a year's time, 70 people in your team. And the reason why those numbers are significant is that when you ask any seven figure earner in the company that he or she is in, how many people did you recruit to go to the top in your company? Most of most people will tell you that it was somewhere between 50 to 100 people that they personally sponsored. So again, if you reached out to 10 people a day and, and, and that was your goal, 10 a day, 30 days, that's 300 a month, if 50% of them agreed to get on a phone call with you and you ended up sponsoring five, at the end of the day, some months you're gonna have more, some months you might have less, who knows? I doubt it. I think uh, that's a pretty co very conservative estimate. Uh, then then at the, at the end of the, at the end of the, uh, at the end of the year, you're looking somewhere between 60 to 70 people that you should have on your team. And those are just, you know, there's no, this is total conjecture. I mean, it's, it, it's, there's no way to absolutely guarantee numbers. That's, that's the funny thing about numbers, but this is based on a conservative estimate. I'm saying if you, if you, uh, if you were good at your communication, if you're, and the, here are the other factors, are you good at follow-up? So you talk, talk about skills was part of that question. Are you good at follow-up? Are you good at uh, uh, communicating with people? And then here, here's something very powerful that most people just overlook. The over, what I said earlier is that you're gonna move much quicker if you get into your warm market. You need to tap into their warm market. The last thing you want them to do is to, is to do their business exclusively through social media when they have such a vast warm market. I mean, I was talking to a woman earlier today about this very thing. I said, good grief, how many people do you know at, at your age? I mean, you have to know hundreds and hundreds of people. 
So then why rely strictly on trying to make friends with strangers through social media platforms when you already have a warm market? <clears throat> now, again, if they don't want to do that, if that's the way they feel about it, fine. Then they can just, they can do what you're doing. And that is reaching out to people through different platforms. That's fine. But I'm just saying you're going to grow much quicker through your warm market. So when you sponsor, let's say 60 to 70 people in a year's time, and that's important to understand why that's important. Because if we're just looking at one month, you know, you only have a goal for this month in August, let's say, it's sort of weak. It, it's not inspiring. You want a big picture. Where do you want to be in 10 months from now? Where do you want to be in a year? Let's say. And so when you understand that, if most seven-figure earners sponsor between 50 to 100 people, I personally sponsored 72 in two years. In two years, 72. So that being the case, and I have set over 700,000 in my downline, then you understand how numbers compound. And here's the thing, if those 60 or 70 that you sponsor in a year's time, in a year's time, if you tap into their warm market and ask them, who do you know, who do you know, get it out, get it on a list, on a contact list and discuss that prospect list, that contact list with them, you'll find some incredible people. You need to run with them in their warm market if you really want to ignite an organization. I'm just saying, if you really want to blow it out big, that's the way to do it. If you want to, if you want to create some really fast numbers. So just understand, it's not about you just personally recruiting people all the time. It's about developing those people in your team and getting them to tap into their warm market if they're agreeable to do that. That's always the path to go. The last thing I want them to do is jump right into social media when they know so many great people. So um, let's go. Let's let's also focus on the fact that that motivation has a lot to do with this. So you know, it's like what Tony Robbins says: the difference between must and should is the life you have and the life you want. So if you want it that bad, you're going to do it. So. Where can we find, let's just say you belong to the NFL club and again, your warm market is zero, then where would I go? Well, there's a lot of choices, but let's just say if it's Facebook, think about this. What does your product do? What problem does it solve? Why would I want to buy it from you? What was it created for? It was to serve a need, right? And who are the kind of people that would attract to that kind of product? And where would they go for answers to find solutions for that problem? Where would they go for that? And if you, and if you say, well, they would go probably in face, uh, a Facebook group. Let's just say the problem is IBS, IBS, irritable bowel syndrome. That's plaguing a lot of Americans, right? Okay. Um, where would they go for that? you know, solutions to that kind of problem since they don't know anything about your product. Well, let's just say they go to a Facebook group. Let's just go to Facebook. And so if I went to Facebook and did that and typed that in, let me see. Okay, there's all kinds of IBS support groups. Now, the interesting thing about it, I don't know if you can see that. Yeah, well, okay. No, it doesn't work. There's a bar right across there it's just the light is blinding it. But under the under that bar, you'll see different choices. Posts, people, groups, photos. Photos on IBS. Videos, that's even. Woo. Pages, okay? Everything having to do with any subject. In that search bar, you can type in anything in Facebook. And if you go to posts, if you touch that, then what happens is that You'll see different posts of people already in your network who are talking about that very subject and you didn't even realize that. This is just one example. 
you can you can create any kind of subject and type it in that bar let's say relative to your product and what its services or what problems uh, it solves type it in that bar and then you're gonna find groups you're gonna find people and posts and the thing is what you need to do is get good at being a part a part of those groups so that you are doing what you're reaching out to 10 people a day that's what I said in the very beginning it's an endless supply of people there's also Google forms that you could do that there's there's uh, Instagram there's so many choices out there but you have to decide what what appeals to you and and then do that but be passionate about your product you know I find that if people aren't passionate about their product if they don't know what their product is you know what's it for what problem does it solve why are you in that company but go into those groups and when you go into these groups of course don't talk about your product because the admin will kick you out <laughs> go in there and offer solutions that have nothing to do with your product if it's we I said IBS right there irritable uh, irritable bowel syndrome <laughs> anyway are there recipes are there you know things that you can and then and and then get good at mumbling later in the group you know this week is great I didn't have a problem in the bathroom I'm doing something different and watch thousands of people come chasing you they'll tackle you to find out what it is you are doing but um, but be creative with that and then uh, but just give that value try that so uh, that was, uh, and now I want to go to, let me see, I want to go to another question here. Um, and then I think George, if you got a question, post it. And um, let me see here. Oh, Andrina from uh, Texas. She says, <coughs> let's see, she always asks good questions. How do I clean up my network on Facebook? Who would be the contacts I get rid of? Well, don't let it be your mother that's for sure but <laughs> but here's the thing it's a good thing to clean it up because here's the thing the 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 Facebook algorithm in there Al as I call him uh, if you don't have a lot of people engaging in your posts that's that really goes against you and it and it hurts your ability to have any deep penetration into your network. They say that it's it's 10% or less that ever see what you post anyway. So throwing and adding large numbers of people doesn't really help. It really hurts you. The goal is not how many people you can add, is how many people can you get to engage in what you do. So, so in going back to how to clean it up, what you can do is, and we're all guilty of this, we should probably engage with people in our groups, in our network more than we do. And I try to remind myself of that, to take a little bit of, uh, of time through the week to engage with some of the people in, the net, in my network, especially the ones that are already engaging with you, you should do that. But then those people that are not, and again, if, if, if I'm not, engaging in their content then I'm just as guilty right so what I need to do is then reach out reach out to that person maybe on something that they post set a goal again reach out to how many people a day did I talk about 10 10 here's something that when you talk about and this is something Andrina I want you to look at too percentage wise in your Facebook network how many people are distributors in your company because it's like a I mean it's like a, a, a Christian trying to convert somebody to Christianity right I mean they're already in the company and maybe they're sidelines friends in the company that you know okay and if they're not engaging in what you're posting get them out it's not serving any purpose if they're if they're uh, don't make the mistake of adding especially I mean this becomes a problem when you start developing large downlines okay is that I get a lot of people that reach out to me in my own company and and as much as I love to add them the point is I realize 
the reality of Facebook. Again, you're only going to reach 10% or less. It's probably more like 7% or 8%. Every now and then the algorithm will up it. It just depends on the time that people react to whatever you post and then they'll give it a little bit more penetration. But at the end of the day, it's never going to be much more than 10%. So just understand that is the reality. So, so, the, so the thing about it is, but you, what you want to do is maximize that percentage. But if you maximize it, and it's mostly with distributors in your company, you're not prospecting anybody. Again, that's the whole point of that network. What I, what I would encourage you to do is encourage people in your downline as well as sideline uh, in your company to follow you. Say, hey man, I'm getting maxed out. Um, I have my page in a public setting so anybody can see it. So follow me, just click follow me and it's like we're connected the same. And, and most, pe most people in your company will say, oh yeah, that's cool, that's cool. And then what are you doing with that, that extra space? That's for you know, future prospects that you have. And then what you wanna do is go through there. Now, going back to your question, when should you remove them? You should remove them when they're really not active in Facebook. You can tell that when you go to their pages and they haven't posted in months or maybe even years, uh, take them out because they're not, they're, you know, it's only hurting you. The algorithm is actually going against you now, which will give you a negative rating, right? A, a negative grade that you are unpopular and you don't need that. It's just that they don't get on Facebook that much. Now, here's the thing, if you are that important to them, they're going to reach back out to you because <laughs> Facebook's going to suggest friends they should connect with and they're going to see you again. They're going to say, what? I thought we were connected. And they're going to message you say, hey, I thought we were connected. You go, what? I thought we were too. Well, hey, we're connected again. And then now you're going to build the rapport saying, hey, 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 what's been happening? Catch up. That's right, get the dialogue going, and then finally get them to look at your presentation. But just go through there, don't worry about it. Um, you know, you're gonna see that you're, you're, um, you're gonna get better results on what you post if you do that. Um, and then also, I have followed up on some people for months now that never responded. What do I do after that? <laughs> well, you know, Here's what you can do is just tell them, just tell them, uh, and if it's been a week or two weeks, just say, hey, I got busy. I want to apologize. My business is growing. I just love what I'm doing and making money. Uh, this may not be for you. And they're like, what? What do you mean this may not be for you? You're doing that good and this may not be for me. This may not be for you. But it, 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 if, you, if, if you've just been busy, just reach back out to me. I've got some time this week. Tell me a time that works for you and I'll see if I can work it in. You need to play hard to get. They need to chase you. You don't need to chase them. And then after that, if you don't hear back from them, forget them. And if they're in your network, probably take them out because they're not going to engage with you anyway. So uh, then Eden, let me see Eden. Where is Eden? Okay, so um, let me see. Okay, Eden, how would you tactfully tell somebody or tell someone they need to step out of their own way as they have a problem or an excuse for every solution? Wow, none of you have these people in your team, do you? How would you tactfully tell someone they need to step out of their own way as they have a problem or an excuse for every solution? Wow, man, that's, uh, I, I, well, believe me. And that, you know, here's the thing, Eden, there, there is, there are no, here's my, here's my gut reaction to that. You do it in love. You do it in love. If you overthink it, you're doing just what they're doing, right? So there are no perfect words. There are only perfect intentions. No perfect words, just perfect intentions. And that's what you want. You want to come from the heart. Don't come from the head. When we come from the head, we screw it up. We'll say the wrong things. 
We come from the heart. When you have the language of the heart and the words are coming from the heart to that person, then you know they'll take it the way they should, the hopefully the right way. You know, you know what it sounds like. You know that this person has, uh, you know, analysis paralysis. They're overthinking it, and and that's a common problem that we see today, especially with educated people that have degrees, because they had to go to school and work so hard to get those those uh, degrees just to make a, a meager income and then they come into network marketing and then they hear about six figure, seven figure earners and network marketing doing so well and they only went to high school. How dare they? <laughs> so it can't be that easy. Making money in network marketing can't be that easy. So they tend to overthink it. And that the problem is that paralyzes action because the way our, our business works is you you earn as you learn. You don't earn before, you know, you learn. You have to just get in the field and start playing the game. But what they want to do is sit on the bleachers and analyze it. And so they're always going to come up with scenarios about what can go wrong, what can go wrong. And the thing is, there are things that go wrong. There will always be things that are going to go wrong. But then we learn from that. That's why those lessons are valuable. We learn what to do and we learn why not to do certain things, but that's all part of the journey. But they want to learn that before they take action. It'll never happen. They've got to take action and then you're going to learn it. And so they overthink it. You know, I, I, I love the line in Top Gun. Um, I love that line. How many of you remember uh, Top Gun when Maverick was sitting in the training room with his peers and the trainer was reviewing uh, something that they did out there uh, when they were doing their exercises um, and they were uh, dog fighting, dog fighting. And Maverick did an, a real gutsy move. That was where they, that was gutsy, man. That was, in other words, that was crazy what you did, Maverick. And, and, and the trainer says, but Maverick got away with it. Um, and, and, and she looked at him and she said, what were you thinking? And his answer was, up there, you don't think. If you think, you're dead. And I love that line. If you think, you're dead. In network marketing, I'm telling you right now, you learn it when you do it. If you try to learn it before you do it, you're never going to do it. And that's been my experience. A lot of the things I've gone through in the United States working it, and then later to travel overseas to go to different countries to do it, the way I learned it was just to go and do it. I didn't have all the answers. I didn't know always what I was gonna do or what I was gonna say or how it was gonna work out. I didn't know. I just knew I had to throw myself into it. Some of you might remember some of my story. Even when I went to the country of Taiwan, I didn't know I didn't know Mandarin. I didn't know how to speak it. I didn't know how to read it. I didn't know their food. I just I just flew into a city. And after I did that, I thought, okay, what am I gonna do? Well, I want to build something here. I don't know anybody here. I don't know the language. Let's just go down to the new skin building. Let me see if I can make some friends. Walk right into the new skin building. Beautiful building all these tables and distributors they're all around the tables and they're they're prospecting and talking and then they look at me they see i'm american right and they think my upline blue diamond from the united states and and and, and one comes up to me it speaks english and says are you our upline blue diamond i said no man i'm just a tourist i love new skin i just saw the building i just had to come inside and see what it looked like so nice in here and I said, hey, you wouldn't know um, this, would you? Uh, is there a magazine that, see, I go back to what? What's familiar to me? What did I do 21 years ago? I didn't, no, I did not have a warm market. So that, did that mean I couldn't do network marketing? No. I treated it like a business. That's all I did. I did advertising. And so I said to him, you don't have a magazine in this country that networkers look at, do you? Oh, yeah, yeah, we do. Oh, really? 
Would you take me to the publisher? I mean, I'd buy you lunch, man. Help me out. Okay. Nice guy. Gets in a cab with me. Then I said, hey, while we're on our way there, do you mind, if, can you show me or can we stop somewhere where I can get a cell phone? I need a phone number for this country. I, to put it in the ad, you know. Oh, sure. We do that. Then I go over to the publisher, lay out the ad, talk about the product, put the phone number in, email as well. And then I asked him, I said, hey, uh, by the way, uh, would you know where I could find a studio apartment where I could live? Who would I go to? Oh, I, I'll help you. Let's go do it. And then after that, it was, hey, could you help me find an office? And after that, it was, hey, can you use some extra money? I, I need a translator. Well, you know I'm doing new skin. Yeah, 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 yeah. You do new skin, no problem. But could you help me out and translate? Yeah. The next thing I know, folks, I'm hopping planes, trains, and taxi cabs. And that was how I developed Taiwan. See, if I would have tried to analyze it and try to figure it out, I would have never did it. But how I learned it was by throwing myself right in the middle of it. And that's how I did everything. Everything and every country. I didn't wait to become an expert. So that's how we, that's how we learn it. And um, Eden, hopefully, just work with them. Again, you do it in love. There are no perfect words, just perfect intentions. And, uh, and, and, you know, analysis paralysis is a problem a lot of people have. Now, John from Baltimore, he asked the question, um, um, I hear everyone say, know your target market. What would you consider or determine your target market? Here's the thing. Whatever your product or service does or whatever problems it fixes, that is your target market. Second to that. Obviously, people need to make income. So that puts most people in your target reach as well. So whatever your product or service does, whatever problem that fixes, whatever need that fills, second to that, remember, people need to make income. But they need to relate and to your product. So, and, and uh, me knowing something about your company, I think everybody's a candidate, okay? If you need electricity and 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 internet or whatever. So now, last of all, I'm going to say, you know, Andrea asked the question in Texas: How do you work with someone that has a really bad attitude? My first gut reaction is have a sense of humor, because that's the only way you're going to tolerate people like that. And and I've and I've had them. I've had them. You know, you just, you tolerate them, you work with them. And, uh, you know, when Tony Robbins has a, you know, a, a freebie, an event that they can go to, or if there's a video you can share with them or, or introduce them to humor, uh, or sometimes even talk to them about it. You know, maybe they're just going through something, you know, but that's the thing. You know, it's like I heard a guy one time say, you know, the, you know what the problem is with network marketing? I said, what? People. <laughs> well, that's the business we're in. We're in the people business, right? So I'm going to ch check and see if you got a question. I'm going to check and see what I thought George sent me something. Uh, oh, he did. Oh, my gosh, George. OK, let's see here. Hey, BB uh, has a question. Hey, BB. If I'm, if I am new to network marketing, well, what do you mean if you're, if you are, are you <laughs> just messing with you? Okay. If I am new to network marketing and I'm not taking courses nor had coaches, what would be your advice for me to earn an income of $5,000? I really, I realize that it takes specific skills, but Without those, if success is uppermost as a personal goal, what should I focus upon? Uh, focus upon? Uh, should I even consider selling high ticket items? Um, I have excellent communication skills and a great desire to succeed. 
So that being said, is my monthly monetary goal practical as a newbie? Oh, I would say so. Um, you know, here's the thing. Understand your compensation plan. What are the activities? What, what, what's the, you know, if I was to look at your compensation plan in your company, uh, on the company website, does it have an income disclosure? Does it, uh, if it does, uh, what rank position uh, would it show that at that rank, a person is earning, let's say $5,000, okay, 5,000 or more, and then, then that's your target. Then you know that you have to hit that rank to achieve that income. Now, what is required to do that? How many people do you have to sponsor? How much volume do you have to do? Uh, are there requirements for a certain amount of legs that have to have a certain amount of volume to achieve that? Obviously, you're going to need some drivers. It's all about drivers, isn't it? Drivers are people that sponsor people, and they're just like you. They want to be successful, right? So I want you to understand that you don't need a lot of skill set. I can tell you that 21 years ago, 21 years ago now, I, uh, in my third month, my income was over 5,000. And I can tell you I was very limited. Uh, it wasn't because of great network marketing skills. I was very passionate about the product. And I think uh, women excel very well in network marketing because you, you, you know, and you already say you have good communication skills. That's very important because you gotta get your message across. At the same time, you don't wanna overwhelm the person and uh, so rely on any tools that your upline provides you that explains your product, your opportunity. But just understand that what people buy are you. It's not your product, it's not your opportunity. What they have to buy is you. And, and, and when people attract to you because of, you, of your leadership, that's, that, 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 that gives them a confidence that they've got somebody they can work with and they can be successful. So to set a goal to make 5,000, I mean, I did that 21 years ago, 90 days I was there, 90 days. And I, and I believe at that time I was probably working with maybe, uh, I don't know, I probably sponsored, I don't remember those numbers. It wasn't that high though. I, I, I had not even sponsored 20 people after 90 days, but I was working in the team with those people, getting people on uh, conference calls. So today it might be Zoom. Um, you know, things like that. And then just working with people on their, uh, you know, on their warm market list, helping them. So yeah, you don't have to have a lot of skills. Again, you don't have to, you know, uh, you know, go to college to do this. You can do this and be very, very successful at this. And uh, it doesn't take a lot of knowledge. Again, how you earn, or excuse me, reverse, how you learn, how you learn is just getting in, in the field, getting in the game, and, and that's it. You throw yourself into it, just like I did. And uh, I don't wait, I don't try to analyze, and I don't try to figure it out. I mean, you, you know enough to know enough, and that's it. And so if you understand, again, like I said, do those things, what rank position uh, uh, do you have to achieve to hit that income? What, therefore, what do you have to do and then just understand what makes this work the most is you being passionate about it. And, um, and so, um, so Andrina, as all, she's always asked good questions. Hey, Jeff, in your book, uh, that I've now read, read twice, you read it twice. Okay, cool. You mentioned recruiting people that had some network marketing experience or knowledge. Does that still work today? If so, how? Well, you know, uh, yeah, so you, you can uh, run into different people uh, uh, through social media that have been in network marketing. I know when I did advertising, uh, I knew that uh, some of the people that answered those ads, since they were opportunity focused, had some experience in network marketing. And I would simply ask them, if, had they ever been involved in network marketing? When they say yes, I'll say, oh, really? Great. Uh, what, what company? They would tell me, and I said, did you build a downline, have any success with it? And yes, no. <clears throat> Those are just some of the questions I would always ask them. And the reason why I do that is simply because I want to get a feel for who I'm talking to. Am I talking to somebody who had a 
unpleasant experience and if they did that's okay I could simply say hey tell me about it tell me about it it doesn't mean it's a negative because a lot of times is either they didn't have the support or they didn't have the time really to work it so now we just simply want to reassure them that they're gonna have that support or is the time better now than it was then and if so I would like to run with you um, and if they have had built a team before is it possible to reach out to those same people I remember and keep in mind it's not even if they weren't that successful it's who do they know I had a girl one time again years ago answer an ad and uh, she was in Hawaii I could detect an accent and I said oh uh, I can detect an accent what what nationality are you and she says well I'm Japanese oh cool Japanese and and so she decided to get involved with me and then I asked her the question who do you know that's successful because I asked her had you achieved any success she said not a lot just you know a little and I said well do you know anybody successful yeah sure who a guy in Tokyo but he's already successful so he wouldn't be interested and I want you people to understand something tap rooting this is called tap rooting where you go down into a line and you're working with somebody's contacts so I said well you know what I like to talk to successful people she said well do you speak Japanese I said no well he doesn't speak English oh most people say oh well who else do you have right no that's not me again how you learn this is you throw yourself into it and that's what I'm doing now I didn't learn this from a book this is just you've got to follow your gut instincts so she said I said well I'll tell you what <clears throat> I have this feature on my phone it's called three-way call let's say that I call him up and you're on the phone would you translate she said yeah <clears throat> well long story short he said he would look at it long story short he joined long story short that when I looked at my <clears throat> back office and I saw his downline I saw all these Japanese names on the left and then 400 400 400 400 400 it just kept going and going and going <clears throat> all because <clears throat> I talked to a person when I find out they have a background in network marketing, it doesn't matter if they weren't successful, they always know someone who is. Okay? But, uh, so how that works today is, uh, is the same as it did back then. Nothing's changed. We just take some time, linger in the conversation, get to know the person, and then, um, you know, <clears throat> it's it can be a good thing a great thing actually um, and let me see um, uh, oh so BB has another question uh, what is the title of some great books on network marketing what is the title of your book so my book is reach the peak reaching the peak excuse me reaching the peak and it's on Amazon so uh, reaching the peak um, it's my 40-year journey. What are some other titles of some great books on network marketing? Uh, well, I mean, uh, you know, there, there, actually there are many. And I, uh, I, I don't have uh, all of them in my head right now. I mean, uh, you know, Your First Year in Network Marketing by Mark Yarnell. That's, that's a, I think that's great because it really is a realistic um book about your first year and I just talked about numbers that you could do in your first year uh, if you did it strictly through social media <clears throat> but um, um, Beach Money is another book I love there are other books but uh, those are some and uh, okay so uh, let's go to another one and Tamara and uh, in Missouri how do you feel about getting to the point? How do you feel about getting to the point when you're when reaching out to cold market, not spammy, but telling them exactly why you are reaching out? 
I feel like I don't have time to build relationships due to the newness of my company. But no, I can build those relationships after they join. Well, you just simply give it again. You throw yourself into it and you see how that's working for you, Tamara. So <clears throat> sometime being brief and to the point is the very thing to do. Um, and that's what I would do in those kind of situations. And if that's, yeah, I agree. You, you don't want to build endless rapport. Uh, sometimes you know, we, we have to do that in social media. Uh, you know, they, they want to get a feel for who you are, but if you can, if you can in reaching out to them saying, Hey, I'd like to get to know you more and get to know you better, but I just got involved with this company and we're just looking for a few key people. I don't know that this would be a fit for you, but I'd like to show it to you if that's possible. You could try something like that. Um, why not? Again, you throw yourself into it, see how it's working. That's what I've always done my life and my entire life. And uh, it seems to have always worked for me. And I don't think we have any more questions, huh? Wow, okay, well, it's been fun. And uh, I wanna thank, and, and again, if you got value out, out of this, you could share it. Maybe some of your other team leaders could uh, benefit from it. And I appreciate everyone getting on tonight. It's been fun. And uh, yeah, Tamara, thank you. And so many of you appreciate you guys getting on. So I'll put out some value this weekend and uh, you know, be safe in what you do. Don't get sick. Okay, I'm not trying to scare you, okay? I'm just saying, who's got time to get sick and be down with anything, okay? So just be wise when you get out and do what you do. And uh, thank you. Thank all of you guys and girls. It's been fun. It's usually you girls are coming up with these really witty questions. I appreciate that. <laughs> I really do. Thank all of you. Everyone have a great weekend.